Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm coach Caroline DeKimpe, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I'm going to talk about your resume. And a question that I get asked all the time is, is your resume the most important part of your job search? And I'm going to answer this question today in today's episode. And before I dive in and reveal the answer to you, I want to talk to you about the good old resume. And this piece of paper is the piece of paper that stands between you and the new job often. And it's your ticket to getting an interview. Yet, it's the most frowned upon document, hated to create document, and people treat it as like, let's just wing it and put a bunch of words on paper document. Um, People that are a little bit like, okay, yes, it might be considered as important, so let's outsource it. Let's have a resume writer write write, write my resume. And it will get you some interviews, but there is a big big pitfall uh, about that. And I will talk about that later too. So my answer is yes, it is the most important paper, but not for the reason you think it is. It's not the most important piece of paper or part of your job search. It's not the most important part of your job search. So what is it the most most important part of? It is the most important part because it represents how you think and position yourself, how you look at yourself, what capabilities you have and how you articulate those. That is why it's really one of the most important parts in your whole entire job search. Because if you cannot, and I repeat, if you cannot articulate yourself on paper, what makes you unique? What makes you different? Why people should interview you? You're not able to communicate that verbally. And people don't make that link. People often say like, hey, Caroline, can you just have a look at my my resume and my LinkedIn profile? And the people at work, they can write. They can, they, they, they are senior managers or they're managers with over 10 years experience. They, they know how to put together a resume. So it's not that their resume is overly appalling. But here's the thing. They undersell themselves. And if you undersell themselves, the consequences are huge. The consequences are that you end up often, very often, in a job that underpays you, in a job that doesn't value you, doesn't respect you, in a job where you can't make the impact that you know you can. 
because you're stuck in a certain uh, in a certain category. You're pigeonholed by a lot of people because they don't get you. But it's not their fault. It's not their fault they don't get you. And I know it's not your fault. It's the way we we are brought up. It's the way we have been used to doing things. Like most of the time, like when I started uh, my job in recruitment based in, in Belgium, I got resumes still faxed and emailed to me. And the jobs that I posted were uh, advertised in the newspapers and so on. Now I'm giving away my age. Um, but like that was how we, we worked. And so like it was not technology that made it easy for us. So I was reading your resume from top to bottom. And yes, of course, after a while, you're able to scan through a lot of resumes, but you you still like spend more time in really analyzing, really talking to people and stuff like that. Technology has 10 times given the, 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 the people that are applying for, for jobs. So for example, research, research has shown that for corporate jobs, uh, that a recruiter, HR person receives on average, and that is very low, on average 350 applications. And that is very low. I remember if I would be um, advertising for a project manager, I would get thousands of applicants because everybody in some sense do project management. Uh, and if the ad is not clear enough in terms of like certifications or certain methodologies that you need to need to 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 use or have experience in, like you get flooded. And so, uh, customer service managers, another one. You get so many applicants. Marketing, another one. Of course, you have areas that are very short on skills. Like, for example, I worked also uh, with uh, for jobs where I had to find uh, IT security people, and basically, they're very tough to find they're very scarce in the market so whenever you have a rubbish resume and that just says it security then you say like yes that's the, i'm going to call that person because i'm really looking for talent but other areas are very candidate rich so you have a lot of candidates on the market and that is often like the the um the knowledge that you need to have about your market but where is it where is it like wh what is my market are there a lot of jobs and like not a lot of candidates can i just whack up some words on paper and i will get a call in an interview maybe that's your case but in most cases it is very difficult for and very competitive uh, for people to get the right interviews some people get interviews with no problems but the right interviews that's something different and that's what i want to talk about it's about you finding jobs and landing interviews for jobs where you feel challenged where you feel fulfilled where you work with like-minded people and where you get paid what you're worth and having that combination that requires some effort and the effort comes from you knowing yourself first. That's why your resume is so important because, like I said, it represents how you look at yourself, how you're able to sell yourself. If you can't sell yourself on your resume, you won't be able to sell yourself in, a, in an interview. And it's okay if the people know you and know your work ethics and know your reputation. 
But if you want to step up to a next level position, there you're going to get a block. Because if you have to prove yourself, not have to prove, if you are going to uh, represent yourself in such a way that people get what it is that you can actually offer them, then you really have to think about how you articulate yourself on your resume. And those words are going to be very important. So you use those words on your resume. You use those words in your LinkedIn profile because your message needs to be the same. It's all about your message, guys. People don't understand that like they need to have a certain narrative what and know themselves about what it is that makes them unique and makes them stand out. So that's why it's so important to get that piece and get that part right. Now, I told you before, like a lot of people just outsource it and go to a resume writer to get it done. And that is not what I would recommend. Now, a lot of my friends are resume writers. They're bloody good at their job. And uh, I, I sometimes refer people to them or I work together with them. But I would suggest that you do not go there. And here is why. It is not a resume writer's job to really understand your capability and your authentic self. So they might write beautiful words on paper. You might get interviews. like, But then in an interview, you need to be able to talk exactly to the words that are written on your resume. Now, I can't tell you how often I have sat in interview panels where people just like, just just miss it because their resume says one thing. So the person reading your resume, they read something that resonates with you, with them. They see that you can solve the problem that they have. So they, they want to spend time with you to understand like how they can hire you and how you can actually take that them to the next level. Otherwise, they wouldn't spend 40, 50 minutes with you. They only do that because they see something on that piece of paper that resonates with you, with them. But then in the interview, you don't deliver on that promise. So there is a disconnect between your resume and how you deliver in the interview. And often that is the case when you go to a resume writer, you don't really, it doesn't feel authentic and it doesn't bring out who you truly are, your capability and, and so on, because they just write something based on what you say superficially to them. Oh, I've done this, 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 and this is my old resume. And they just like play with words and make it really sound awesome. But the problem is that you need to be able to talk to your resume in an interview. And if you can't do that, then everything fails. I can promise you. I've seen it time and time again that people come to me and say like, Caroline, I spent thousands on my resume and I have a resume that, 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 that doesn't resonate with, with people. Like I get interviews, but like, I can't really like cut through or nail the interview. What's wrong? What, what, where am I going wrong? And that is because they don't have the right foundation. And the right foundation is like knowing yourself, understanding what makes you unique, why your why. Like what motivates you? What drives you? How can you just like stop being box standard and vanilla and really be standing out? Because that is what people want. They want to hire people that they believe are 
going to be amazing in that role that they're excited about. And if you're in a competitive market, and a competitive market is a market like, it's not only where there are a lot of candidates available on the market, it's also like where you want to step up. And you say, like, you want to go to the next level. So that could be that you're earning 120K and managing one or two people. Or you want to go to 150, 180K uh, and managing a team of 10 people and a bigger budget. So how do you step, make that, that leap on your resume, first of all? And then in an interview, how do you actually articulate that? Or it could be that you're stuck on the 80, 90K. Uh, I have a lot of people that are stuck like below the 100K ceiling and they're just like saying like, oh, Caroline, I want to I want to grow in my career, really land a job that pays above 100, uh, 100K. Like, how do I land those jobs? What do I do? And all these people in the same bucket, the first thing we do is start understanding what makes you unique what makes you different so that is the first step if you want to land a job where you can say like look honestly i want a job that values me that like challenge me where i feel fulfilled and where i get paid what i'm worth these are the things that you need to do first of all you need to really discover what makes you unique and you can't do that yourself sorry i know a lot of people uh, say like, okay, I, I will take the time to actually reflect on myself. It's like, it's bullshit. You can't possibly be objective about yourself. You only see yourself through a certain lens. So whether it's my help or help from, from anybody that you know in your network that can help you pull out that, that little box you put yourself in and actually open up to other possibilities that you can't see, that you assume, take for granted. Because a lot of people assume their skills and take for granted their, their, their talents. So you need somebody to pull you out and finally say, actually, you did this, this, this really, really well. And that's what the first step is, becoming aware, aware of that. The second step in the whole process is then being able to take all that information and put it like in, in a pitch, in an elevator pitch, like that makes sense to recruiters, to decision makers, to hiring managers, to anybody that you want to communicate to. And that is your, uh, your pitch that you're going to use on your resume, on your LinkedIn profile, and later on in an interview, when they ask you, tell me about yourself. A lot of people struggle with this question. This is the easiest question to answer, guys if you know yourself. That's why most people struggle. They just waffle around. They talk about, oh yeah, when I graduated, I started my first job in that company and did this and this and this. It's like, nobody cares. It's a, often an icebreaker. They want to just see if the person from the resume is a person they have in front of them but people overcomplicate it. Or they're just talking about their recent job. Yeah, currently I'm working as this manager or director in this company and blah, blah, blah. And they forget to give a holistic image of what they can do. So the first thing to do is to really understand you, then create your pitch based on that. And once you know that, and once you're clear about your unique value proposition, then, and only then, you can create your resume and your LinkedIn profile. And then it's like flowing it all together. It's like you look at the piece of paper and you think like, okay, 
I have over 10 years experience. I have done a lot, a lot since then. But not everything is relevant for the job that you want to apply for. Because if you keep in the same mindset, you're going to attract the same type of roles. So you have to make that shift again about, okay, now I want to step up. Now I want to go uh, uh, to, to another level, another earning level, another job responsibility level, and make a bigger impact than what I've been doing so far. And that requires a shift. What got you there isn't going to take you to the next level. So you, yes, you might get interviews again, but is it for the roles that you really want or will you be downplaying it again? If you want to step up, you need to shift your mindset. You have to shift your strategy to actually being able to position yourself differently. I hope that really makes sense because this is the biggest mistake that I see people make when they go to resume writers, when they try to do it themselves. It's like both ways. Yes, it can work sometimes, but in most cases, there is something like a big consequence attached to it because when you do it yourself, you, you can't be objective about yourself. And so you need help really drawing it out. Uh, when you go to a resume writer, you don't have control over, like, is that person going to really represent me in the best possible way? Is that person going to be able to communicate what, what I really can do and want to do? Because it's not because you can do it that you want to do it. It's a big difference. And I see a lot of people, and definitely if you have 10, 20 years plus experience, they come to me and they say, like, Caroline, I can do this, 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 this. I'm a jack of all trades. I'm, I'm really getting pigeonholed or I find it um, difficult to, to talk to recruiters about what I can bring to the table because I've done so much. How can I connect the dots and bring it all in a nice little package to them so that they can understand? And it's like, okay, do you still want to do that? Do you still want to do that writing? Do you still want to do that analysis? Or is it time to let that go and delegate that and taking you to the next level? So it's not because you can do it that you want to do it. So you have to think about what is in my resume also that actually is not relevant to me anymore and to what I want to do. What things do I have to cut out? And again, we are programmed and layered upon layers with messages from our society about what it is that is expected from us that we often can't see really the light through the trees or the light at the end of the tunnel. What's the analogy? <laughs> so that is really where that clarity piece comes in. So... To give you an answer to the first question, is your resume the most important part of your job search? For me, it's a yes and and no. Uh, that piece of paper is not always going to land you. And in most cases, it's not going to land you the job itself, but not because you send your resume that you will land the job, but it is a clear representation of how you look at yourself. And so, therefore, it's a very important piece of paper. And you shouldn't outsource it. You should damn write it yourself. You should spend the time to get all the elements right and to 
because this piece of paper is going to help you land a job that you are going to feel fulfilled, challenged in, where you're going to be paid what you're worth. So it's worth, that piece of paper could be worth like 10,000, 20,000. If you want a salary degree of, of 10, between 10, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars, that piece of paper is worth your time to actually craft one that's really authentic and representing you. Now, if you want to know more about this, on Thursday, the 13th of January, I do a free masterclass. And in that free masterclass, I'm going to talk about the three shifts that you need to make because those are the reasons why you are getting ignored by decision makers, HR, recruiters for 100K plus roles. So those shifts you need to make. And I'm going to pull back all the curtains um, because for me, uh, some people might, uh, at the end of the masterclass, might want to work for me, uh, with me. But for me, it is so important to give you transformational value in that workshop that you go away and say, like, oh, bloody hell, Caroline just rocked my world. Now understand what I need to do. So the three shifts are going to be invaluable. And then I'm going to, uh, to talk to you about the three-part framework that I use with all of my clients, a system that I use to help them really stand out and create a standout resume and create a standout LinkedIn profile. And I kind of touched on it today. So if it really resonates with you, we go even deeper in the masterclass. And then the third thing that we will be focusing on is and what I will be sharing is um, how you can actually position yourself to make sure you get paid what you're worth. So if that interests you, I will pop a link below. It is going to be an invaluable masterclass. Um, so make sure to register ASAP for it. And if you have any questions, reach out to me and I'm more than happy to, to answer them. So, um, but I hope this uh, today's um, today's live show just gave you some insights about, okay, what do I need to do? I want to look for a new job in uh, in the next six to 12 months. I want to reposition myself, maybe go for the next step up in my career, maybe expand my responsibilities, maybe get a higher salary because I've been underpaid. So there are different things you need to do. You do not want to submit a mediocre resume for a job that you really want. You do not want to take the risk of losing out on those uh, once in a lifetime opportunities that you think like, oh my God, I'm perfect for this. You do not want to mess it up in the interview afterwards. You want to learn how to sell yourself. And this is like learning how to sell yourself is a key to success for everything. Because if you learn how to sell yourself, you will be able to do that on your resume. You will be able to do that in an interview. And later on, you will be able to do that in, in, um, in a, in a performance review and people can sell themselves even if they are introverts even if they have gaps in their career history even if they are discriminated and scared that they will be uh, subject to age discrimination so even if they haven't um uh, they got overseas work experience um so people like i have a ton of reasons that people had 
that why they were like not comfortable confident in selling themselves but i can tell you selling yourself is a key element of learning how to represent yourself effectively on paper and in an interview in a way that resonates with people that people say like holy shit i have to hire her or him because they are going to solve my problem and that is what you want anyway Hope this helped and happy Monday. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me um, and ask them. If you liked this video, please give me a thumbs up. It's always good uh, for any social media platform to actually see that you enjoyed the content that I'm producing. And also for me, like I'm play I'm talking to you, but it's always good for me to actually know like, okay, this is this is a topic that really resonated with them. And then I create more content uh, about that topic. Um, if we are not connected on LinkedIn and you came randomly across um, my, my details and this information, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always keen to touch base and connect with like-minded people so I can help more careers and lives transform. Anyway, Thank you so much and I hope you have a lovely rest of the week. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.